So, welcome back to Average Joe's Performance Podcast, uh, episode three, taking you through the run or the marathon run um, of the Ironman in Italy just gone. Um, getting off the bike into T2 is about taking my time. Um, again, not rushing it, just making sure that I was steady, I was in control of my heart rate, bike was back, sort of went for a wee, helmet off, glasses off, shoes off, run shoes on, um, nutrition, paracetamol, so three paracetamols there, 1500 milligrams, um, knee was starting to flare up a little bit, I had a bit of a niggle that I had to manage going into it and it was the bike that was the big one. Um, it was more an issue um, through sort of quite aggressive flexion, if you like, or if my sort of knee and hip joint were in line, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, that was starting to, to give me a few issues, but I knew that it would be okay on the run because the impact, although annoying, was manageable. It was more the aggressive aggressive flexion that, that caused a problem. So paracetamol in another squares bar in, make sure that I went to the loo. Um and then yeah, headed off onto the run after a nine minute twelve transition. So the transition T one, T two could save time there. But again, I just wanted to make sure that I was ready, fully prepared, ready to rock and roll, right? I've got everything, I've done everything, off we go. Um, so headed out on a run um, and it was it was good it was busy um, it felt like there was a fast course if you if you, if that makes sense like a fast bit of the course even and a slow bit of the course um, now it was all flat there was slight inclines slight declines but it was a flat course um, running past fans um, very picturesque sort of Italian village um, and it was nice um, Italian shouting die 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 which I think means go but that was quite um, disconcerting uh, but yeah Italian's not my strong point believe it or not um, but it was it was good fans were getting you going uh, it was hot so uh, going back to the bike very quickly, it was sort of 29 degrees um, and in the sea, you're in a wetsuit, you sort of, you know you're warm but you don't notice it if that makes sense. On the bike you make your own wind but it was still warm so you don't notice it too much. On the bike you start to feel it a little, uh, on the run excuse me, you start to feel it a little bit but by that time it's cooling down, it's sun setting so it's not horrific but there was an issue with sort of cramping. Um, when I set off on the run, the first one or two K was just very, very quick. Too quick, but I felt felt bloody good. But it's because my legs were moving at the cadence of my pedal stroke. So I had to rein that in. Um, it was four loops. So you're passing people who might have been on loop two or loop three or loop four. But um, yeah, again, there, there was there was no sort of major moments of, oh, shit, um, I've messed this up. I felt really quite good. 
with the marathon, I had a four hour, roughly four hour in mind. I thought, right, if I can do this in four hours, um, I'd be happy with my efforts. I had an idea on a bike. I had an idea on a run. The run was the one I thought, right, that's, that's one that you are most capable of. So try and hit that. But when I set off, um, I felt really quite good. And whether it was a little bit of overconfidence, knowing that the swim's gone, no issues there, which I was petrified of, and the bike's gone, so there's no mechanicals to stop me now. Even if I have to crawl across this line, I will finish an Ironman. Maybe it was a bit of relief, but that's where I started to actually really enjoy it, which... I didn't know I'd say, but I did. Um, and I ended up running faster than I thought. So I ran at heart rates. I was trying to keep it sort of 150 to 160, um, knowing that most of my training had be done at 140 to 150. So obviously allowing for adrenaline um, and feeling quite good. I went for it. There are a few moments where cramp was... A bit of a threat, but I just sort of pulled the pace back slightly there, made sure I was having salt. Um, but there was a, there was times and a time where I, I couldn't sort of have any more salt. It made me sort of feel sick, made me gag. I got, um, or wretch, I got there on the gels too. Um, but there was aid stations where they had sort of Gatorade and water and um, I was... Stomach was starting to feel a little bit dodgy at this time because obviously you're just hammering in carbs. So um, I was sort of rinsing my mouth with Gatorade, um, just trying to get it in the gums really, spitting it out and then a few gels here and there. Um, I had some nootropic gels which had 100 milligrams of caffeine in and they they did the trick. Um, they're good. Uh, I would highly recommend them. So I had a fair few of them throughout the day. I've probably had about a thousand milligrams of caffeine, I'd say, during the course of the day. So yeah, flying at that stage, maybe that's why I felt so good. But the run, lovely, lovely setting. Um, fans were brilliant. Felt good, felt strong. I obviously slowed towards the end and it was just a case of managing myself through when I felt I was going to cramp, letting the salt have its sort of impact and then pushing again when I felt good. Um, and I got in across that finish line, which is pretty magical to be fair, uh, in three hours, 44 minutes, uh, giving me a finish time of 11 hours, 38, 39. Um, which I had had no expectations. I didn't know where I'd be. I'd never done one. I didn't know what could go wrong. I didn't know what would go right. It was just try and get through this Ironman. Tick off event after event. Focus on the swim. Right, tick it off. Focus on the bike. Right, tick it off. Obviously, the transition's in between there too. And then, right, on the run, you're okay there, Joe. You've done this before. So... Yeah, although I had no expectations, I didn't expect that. Um, and I'm proud of my efforts. I'm proud of how far I've come in terms of swimming. Uh, on the bike, I've spent a lot of hours on the bike. Um, 
by myself, which I'd say is lonely, but I think it's quite good. I found it quite good for my headspace. Um, and then obviously a fair bit of time running. So it was a challenge, um, but it's another one ticked off. It's, it's something I'm proud of. Um, and I've told anyone who's, who's asked me since the event, if you have the means to do an Ironman, I'd absolutely recommend it. And now when I say means, it's expensive, the entry is expensive, your flights are expensive, your hotel is expensive, your bike's expensive. It's expensive in terms of time and the time you spend on it. Um, there's hours and hours worth of training. But a friend told me uh, beforehand that the sense of achievement he got when finishing that line was like nothing he's ever experienced and he was he was bang on like the sense of achievement was unreal um i felt quite emotional i feel a bit emotional now i feel a bit choked up but it's not something that i've allowed myself to embrace uh i crossed the finish line and um yeah i, I was i was fucking happy um and I wanted to express that, I suppose, with tears uh, of joy. But I fought against that, which I don't know why currently. And that's something that I need to explore. Um, but yeah, there's my there's my experience of, of the Iron Man broken down into three separate episodes. Your swim, your bike and your run. I would highly recommend, highly recommend it to anyone who who has a means to do so. Uh, they put on one hell of an event uh, and they are all over the world now and it's very, very obvious why. Um, long day out, but a good day out. So yeah, if you've got the means, folks, give it a go. Um, thanks for listening to this episode. Hopefully this inspires you. And if you are listening, you have listened to these three and you are inspired, you don't know where to start, just give me a message. I'm more than happy to to sit down and chat to you about it if you've got any questions um, about my experience or or how you might benefit uh let's talk moving forward the episodes will be about my next challenges how i'm training for them uh what informs my training and i'm hoping to get a few guests on uh from other trainers nutritionists and athletes to talk about sort of their experiences um their stories their methodologies and all in all be a little bit of a nose when it comes to all things sort of training um and i'm not a very concise bloke as you can probably tell by me trying to close this podcast down so it's a good means for me to chat without your time constraints of your instagrams for example so yeah next one who knows but it'll be something along those lines
Thanks for listening to Average Joe's Performance Podcast.